Strangers in the Wood is an actual play series drawing elements from gothic fairy tales and 80s fantasy and sci-fi action and horror films. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tales Yet Told. I am your most magnificent game master, Kendrick. You can call me Kendo, and you can find me everywhere online on social media that is at Kendo Makes Films. I use they, he pronouns, and with me today are my wonderful guests. Uh, yeah, I sure am. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 Gus. Uh, I'm I'm or or August. I use uh, he him pronouns. Uh, you can find me on the internet at August Nobby. Uh, it's K N O B B E. How long have we been recording this this freaking podcast for? And I still uh, never <laughs> remember what I'm supposed to say at this part. Uh, yeah, you got it. Uh, where, uh, your name, your pronouns, uh, where people can find you on the internet, uh, and your play, what person you play. Oh yeah, I play the weasel. I play the little, I played the littlest guy. His name's Walter. He's, he's just a little, little noodly kind of guy. Just a little guy. Uh, also with us today is, uh, the lovely Marceline. Hi, I'm Marcy. Um, I use she, her pronouns. You can find me on the internet at Soapy Squid, S-O-A-P-I-E-S-Q-U-I-D. Um, and I played Dakota, um, the biggest guy. The biggest guy. But yeah, you'll notice that there are only three of us today rather than the usual four. And that's because, well, as you, the listener, know, Dorothy's gone. <laughs> off, no. off. Run, forever run, forever gone forever disappeared <laughs> never to be seen again took the car took all of the money we and just, went to we mexico that bitch. <laughs> we kicked hilda off the podcast so uh, yeah well you know no, we did there not. were some we creative differences <laughs> she was really all about this running away thing and i was like oh, okay yeah cool but you know together we press on um, no, of course we're uh, not. Uh, of course we didn't. But uh, Kilda is on her own little adventure, an adventure that you all may or may not see the consequences of. But oh, Jesus, um, that was awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Awesome. Uh, do we have any housekeeping stuff? I don't think so. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tales Yet Told. Uh, if you're a fan of this podcast, you know, it's a great place to be able to continue to get information from us uh, just to kind of engage with us. I've been uh, a bit more active uh, on the social media recently and uh, you know, I just like talking to y'all. And if you like talking to us, you could either do that on Twitter or there's an even better, quicker place you could do it. And that's our Discord server. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Don't we love a segue? It's my favorite kind of vehicle. We're literally in the Discord walls right now. We are. Yeah. Can't see us. You, but we're here. <laughs> you can be in the same digital space as us in the metaverse while we record this podcast. Um, but honestly, it's just kind of a cool place to hang out, talk about you know things that you like. We do a lot of posting about Wordle recently, just because yeah. <laughs> the server's gone crazy, just like the rest of the world uh, for Wordle. That's the thing. I still haven't downloaded it, and I feel it's. But it's a website. You can just go to it. It's not an app. It's just, just the website. To... Once a day. Just go to it and do it. I just have a. Yeah, I just have a tab open on my phone that is Wordle. First thing you should I'm, do. In I'm the being morning. peer pressured right now. First thing you do. My in the morning. officer taught me not to do this. <laughs> you should. First oh. thing in the morning, just like wake up. You know, wake, wake up, up your brain. Yeah, grab your phone, open up Wordle, do the daily puzzle. It's the only way for you to feel alive anymore. <laughs> All right. Ever well, seen ever seen people posting weird colored blocks? <laughs> now you can do the same. Yeah, don't you want to be a part of the in crowd? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, we do more than post about Wordle. <laughs> we also talk about other stuff, especially. They don't. Yeah, we do. Uh, especially talking about this podcast and like reviewing us on iTunes. And I mean, I'm sorry. It's Apple Podcasts now. Apple Podcasts and Spotify is another great way to engage with us and let us know how you're feeling about the show and everything. So yeah, please do that. iTunes. I'm sorry. It's Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore. Freaking, freaking boomer. What? I guess, wait, aren't you older than me? I am. Don't, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm young okay. at heart. <laughs> All right, old man. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Your reflection not quite matching up with your movements. And then you can tell because now you're seeing it happen as it does. The Dakota in the mirror goes, You're pathetic. They're not dragging me down. I just have to tone things back around Dorothy. Why? Because she, I can't, I don't want her to see anything she shouldn't see. Dorothy's right. You need to, you need to lie down. You shouldn't be putting weight on that thing. Not yet. Oh, lie down and wait for her to come back, huh? Look, she's gonna help. I mean, she's not gonna help us necessarily. I mean, she's good. Interesting that you don't have a story for this one. You push the abbots away, you push me away, you push Walter away. Why do you push everybody away? Do you ever think that I don't want you? Elsie, where, where were you? I looked I got, for you everywhere in the spider den. You weren't there. And I got wrapped up by spiders and they, they took me. We can find someone who wants us. There's so many people here, and there's so much, you know, room for us to find someone. Even if it's finding our way back to the abbots, or even finding someone else, we can do it. We don't. We don't need Dakota for that. 
the driver, I convinced her to turn her violence towards, uh, towards the stranger. That's why we're here. Fine. You said you, you wish for something and you have knowledge. Fine. I'm done pulling punches, though. Good. You hear Elsie's next to you go, I think that's a good name. And Walter, you hear it when Elsie says that. Mm. Huh. Yeah, Elsie. It is a good name. And, uh, but he's like totally not facing the right direction. (laughs) (laughs) The purpose of this AI, or the purpose of this virus, is to incite the transformation of Dorothy into an animal. Walter, I know Elsie's not real, but she's my friend. And she has been for a lot longer than you have. I think I might even know a faster way for us to get there. And she goes over to the table and grabs a pair of keys. I didn't know you could drive, Elsie. I don't know if I can, but we can figure it out. All right, let's go. Our camera fades in, looking in through the large glass window of the motel room that you all are staying in. The kind of deep brown, and like kind of golden brown curtains are slightly drawn. We can kind of see through the space between them. There's a bit of glare on the glass from the rising sun that filters in through the window. We zoom closer, moving through the window into the room, and we see a passed out woman on the main bed. She's wearing a leather jacket, high-waisted jeans, and boots. She's got blonde hair. She's got long blonde hair kind of spread out across, uh, across the pillows. Uh, of the uh, of the bed she doesn't seem comfortable as she's just kind of lying on her back arms to her side legs like slightly like kind of spread just like kind of laying down her eyes are wide open and she breathes slowly so slow that we barely see her chest rising and falling from the breaths not too far away from the bed we see walter curled up on a pillow that's been laid on the floor Uh, right next to the bed and our camera continues to move in and to the door just to the back of the room uh, to the left and uh, moves in through the keyhole and we see as light kind of filters in through it and underneath the door into the bathroom it's dark and we see dakota lying in the bathtub uh they're using their jacket as kind of like a blanket or like cushion or maybe even as a pillow uh to keep comfortable the break sword laying against the wall next to the tub in within arm's reach which one of you do you think wakes up first i think probably walter (laughs) i'd imagine uh dakota with uh with like significantly less blood in them than before uh maybe needs a little (laughs) more time to a little more time to rest so Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think walter uh walter gets up first all right walter your eyes kind of flutter open uh as the morning light uh, comes in through uh, the window and you are uh, you're you're awake now uh, you get up you kind of look around for a bit you see that you're still in the motel room that you were in yesterday another day where you know you haven't just been 
moved in the middle of the night. No waking up in a trunk. Um, but you get up um, and you start to look around and you notice that the kind of area where Dorothy was lying uh, is gone. Her jacket's gone. Her pumpkin's gone. Um, she's not there. I think his first reaction would just be to... Yeah, I, I don't think his first assumption is that she has run away i think is i think he you know looks around you know a little bit out, outside the the room and then and then and then and you know out the window like seeing you know where 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 is she yeah uh this kind of seems like you're taking a gander yeah i guess that is a move do i have to take a gander i do yeah i feel like i've never used that well here you go you get to use it now let's take a gander um you yeah. take a long hard look around describe what you're looking into it seems like you're looking into uh where dorothy is uh so roll plus noodle that's a seven a seven okay on a seven to nine year gm ask your gm two of the following questions one answer will be the truth the other a lie i'm gonna ask what happened here recently and what here is not what it appears to be. What happened here recently? What here is not what it appears to be. The answer to what happened here recently is Dorothy and Elsie aren't here, obviously. Um, as you get up and look around, you know, you're trying to see signs of like, you know, you're trying to figure out if they're in the building and if they are not, right? Uh, you kind of look around, you notice that her jacket's not here, her hat's not here, like none. She's left nothing behind. The pumpkin's gone, all of that. Um... And like your first thought is like, oh, maybe she went to the bathroom. Uh, maybe she's with Dakota or, or something. And, you know, you go over to the bathroom. Uh, you can already tell like un from underneath the door, lights aren't on in there. You can also see like the keyhole, like there's no light coming through there. Uh, so you, you like kind of go and like try to, you try to fiddle with the uh, door. You like hop up uh, and like grab it, like with uh, both arms and like kind of turn it with your body door still locked uh so you're like okay probably not in there you kind of look around and then that's when you notice there is a letter on the table um with uh, the bullet that came out of dakota's leg um on the table and like almost immediately you're like she ran away she 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 ran away that that's the only answer here the answer to what here is not what it appears to be as you're kind of looking around and you're like you have this revelation there's this moment where the kind of way that you perceive the sublime right now is fluid it kind of moves from one state to another where there are moments where you are purely experiencing the world of the sublime as it manifests within its program the way it should be where everything is rendering properly where you can be like oh this is you know this is obviously you know this is a tree desk this is the floor blah 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 yada yada i see it as it is meant to be seen after everything is executed perfectly there are also moments where you see the sublime in a kind of transitional phase of the program being executed and you can see that code as it is being written out and rendering in real time in the form of like wireframe and code and like lights blurring it's very weird the way and it's fluid sometimes you see one sometimes you see the other sometimes you see both and you have some vague control over it but sometimes it moves in and out without you having to like put effort into it 
if that makes sense, or without your volition. And in this moment, as you're kind of looking around, that transitional shift kind of happens where you like look around and I'm imagining like you almost kind of uh, read the code of it, like in a wave where it's uh, the like parts of it as it like kind of like in that kind of scanning motion that like you see the world rendering around you in real time and you notice something, something feels off about the code in this room, almost as if it's not the same room that you were in before. And so you're not sure, did Dorothy leave? Or were all of you move? You sick, twisted fuck. <laughs> okay. okay. He knew that, that Dakota was uh, sleeping in the tub, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they had locked themselves in, in the bathroom before you went to bed. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I think he go. I think, I think he grabs the letter, doesn't read it, and 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 runs to the bathroom door and and starts uh, starts starts pounding on it. Gotcha. Do you grab the bullet as well or just the letter? I do want to grab the. Bu- I'm wondering. About, I'm just like thinking size wise. Yeah. What is okay. yeah, that's... what is feasible for a weasel to do? You can like a gr- you can like wrap the letter in the bullet and like carry both. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Awesome. Uh. Also, like bullets aren't like that big. Like you're like a f- like that's a foot. Like it's like holdable in your hand um yeah but yeah you can you can do that as well you go over you kind of slam your body against the door uh calling out for dakota dakota you wake up uh in the bathtub in the darkness uh where you were kind of wrapped up in your jacket and you hear walter calling out for you banging on the door this time dakota again jolts awake what what walter what and kind of like kind of scrambles and like fumbles like their hand along the dark of the ledge of the bathtub to try and find where they left the the break uh, put their hand on it yeah you grab out you reach out to where it was it's exactly where it is uh where it was uh when you left it last night leaning against the wall in arm's reach walter says we need to go dorothy's not here nakota sort of sits up etching out like the the at like the spacing between the tiles in the bathroom with the break sword trying to like kind of process what they just heard what do you mean i mean she's not here she she is not in the room she's not around the she's she's not here have you checked by the pool or the courtyard or like at the main lobby where the other bathroom is you're not listening to me she's not here but you didn't even look was was that in, was were those areas included in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You did. Yeah, you def- yeah, you yeah. did look in those places. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. The way I understood, it, I thought you like just like looked outside and stuff. But you went. Okay. I mean, okay, but okay. also from that conversation, it would make sense that Dakota doesn't think you've looked because you didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So that all tracks. I checked everywhere, Dakota. She's not here. <sighs> Um, and there's silence in the room, and uh, I, I imagine all Walter hears for like a few, like a minute or two, is some like fumbling in the tub and like the clacking of the brake on the on the tile flooring, and then you hear the the doorknob click, like the the lock, and and opens up, and Dakota looks down, and <sighs> she couldn't have gotten far. Check the parking lot again. Should we uh should we wake? And he, he kind of like uh like doesn't uh doesn't say say Brittany, but like 
gestures with his head over in uh, in her direction. Uh, as you gesture over in her direction, she like rises up uh, at an angle, like a like a bending at the waist, like just like rises up, kind of like a vampire or like Frankenstein. Yeah, sure. Uh, turns and looks like and... terrifyingly. Oh yeah, yeah. for uh, sure. D- Dakota like looks at Walter, goes like and, like shudders. <laughs> she um she left something. I haven't looked at it, but and he um he he un- he unfolds the unfolds the letter. Like, are you reading it? Or are you like showing it? Yeah, I'll, I both like. Uh, yeah, kind of looking over your shoulder type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like looking just over you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Walter, you unwrap the letter. It reads, "I hope you get a better sister next time, Dorothy." Ah. Dakota steps past Walter and walks uh, out the door of the motel room. Uh, you uh, head out of the motel room. Uh, you kind of come out, you know, if you remember, this place is kind of built in a U shape where uh, like you come out and like it's a line of uh, motel rooms uh, all looking at uh, the pool. And then across the pool is another set of motel rooms looking back at you kind of deal. Early morning, the sun is uh, just coming over the horizon of trees across the road from the motel. It's quiet out here. You hear the wind uh, rustling through the trees, uh, kind of blowing some leaves across the ground. Uh, You see that there is a woman uh, with a custodial cart knocking on one of the doors uh, of the rooms uh, like across the pool from you uh, and enters into it uh, to start like early morning cleaning for some of the empty rooms but you don't see dorothy dakota i i imagine like you know using the obviously the still the rake sword as a cane sort of makes their way across the parking lot to that room and just opens the door and walks in uh it's uh across the pool um uh, around the pool but yeah you uh go over there you just like like open the door walk right in uh you catch uh, the lady as she is uh taking off a pillowcase uh, and she is like taken by surprise uh, as soon as you um open the door uh you see she is in uh whatever the uh uniform is of this place i'm imagining it's like uh like a green button down and like a kind of like a smock kind of deal she uh has her hair like tied up in a bun uh in the back of uh in the back of her head she's got like about medium length dark brown hair uh kind of uh tanner skin uh brown eyes and she like looks at like she like kind of is (laughs) i imagine she kind of like (laughs) kind of she doesn't scream but she does like the kind of like short like yell like oh oh my god and like uh puts her hands here just like kind of <laughs> catch her breath like you scared her you just like kind of burst into the room he goes uh, can can i help you um yeah dakota kind of like leans up against the door frame to kind of support their weight um and looks over at her and is like have you seen um a girl walking around here with like about um like yay high and like kind of like, like uh indicates like with um with their hands is like black hair uh n- no I, uh no i i haven't um sorry i just got here are you and kind of looks you up and down, sees that your, like, clothes are all, like, kind of messed up. One of your leg, uh, like, pant legs have been, like, torn. Um, and is just kind of, uh, like, a little bit, like, covered in blood. You, like, look terrible right now. And she, uh, goes, no, I haven't. Are you, are you okay? Do I need to call for help? No, I'm fine. And then I, I assumed that, like, Dakota's like, anyways, thanks for nothing. And, like, kind of, like, turns around and, like, walks out the door. Okay. 
Um, yeah, you turn and walk uh, out back, I guess, back towards the motel room. The pool and, back. like, the other, yeah, the other room. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, while you're out doing that, Walter, what are you doing with uh, the driver um, back at the room? Walter... I think he. I think he first um, was like f- uh, following uh, Dakota, like just being like, "Okay, what the hell are they doing?" But then, like seeing that they're just going into this other room, uh, was like, "Okay, that seems fine, yeah. <laughs> as long as like we're not getting too separated." And so, yeah, I think he goes back into into their room and greets the, the driver. Yeah, and, and uh, I think you see that the driver, she is. Like, already, like, up and, like, kind of looking around, having, like, taken in all of the information. You see that she's over by the uh, table, kind of looking around and, like, turns back to you as you're walking in. Uh, and she goes, the keys are gone. The keys? Uh, what? Keys to the what car. Keys? You're gone. Wait. The girl probably took them. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> what should we do? Need to find her. Oh no. Oh, she has the car. Oh, she is a child. She is a child and she is driving a car. Oh, Does she no. know how to drive? Okay. No, I I'm I'm going to guess I'm going to guess no. Um hmm. Well, that's annoying. Yeah. I I I I would uh yeah, I, th- I think that's maybe the understatement of the century, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty annoying. It's around this time that, uh, Dakota, you make it uh, your way back over here. Dakota, like, hobbles in, like, the door again, like, as again, like, trying to, and using, once again, like, using the frame, support themselves, and just kind of looks in the room and is like, well, the staff is useless. Do you have any information? And looks over at the driver. She took the car. What? The keys are gone. I imagine she took the car. You imagine or she did? The keys are not here. She's not here. I imagine she took the car. There's no way a seven-year-old took the car and Dakota turns on like the cane, like doing like a little like 180 and starts to walk towards the parking lot to see where the car is. <laughs> you, uh, Yeah, Walter follows. Yeah, you start living out towards the parking lot along with uh, Walter and uh, Brittany and the three of you like get out to, uh, I'm imagining uh, that you kind of breaks in the middle and like that is the like path that leads out to the parking lot, like out behind mm-hmm. the motel and you all go out there and you can very plainly see that the red pontiac firebird is not here i imagine a few seconds of silence just like being like (laughs) and then dakota like looks back to them and goes a seven-year-old took the car yeah 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 it would seem yeah she took the car hey this is bad um i'm just gonna say it this is really uh this is really bad oh you think yeah yeah um ah uh, what do we do um we have to go without her no that is not an option okay we have to we have we have we have to find out where she went well um, chances are she probably went to town it's not terribly far from here okay okay so that's a it that seems like a good place to start yes assuming she didn't um, crash yeah 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 great yeah 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 great 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 yeah 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 great oh god did she even drive on the road this is a good question I, yeah i look around i look around for like if there are like tire tracks not on the road uh yeah look i guess give me another gander check you know okay oh we have our 
cameras on, so I'll just uh, I'll just hold up those babies Ooh, to uh, oh! double sixes. That's a twelve. Double sixes. Ask your GM two of the following questions, which they will answer truthfully. No more lies for me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I will do a good little. What happened here recently? And I'll do a. I'll do a. What should I be wary of? You uh, go out to the parking lot. You're kind of looking around, and you do see where the Firebird was. There are like t- like there are like tire marks as whoever was reversing the car went a little too like hard on that reverse, and you all could so can see a car that's behind it with a broken uh, front end, uh, as if it had been crashed into. And then you see those tire marks uh, like kind of sc- like uh, weave, turn, head out uh, out of the parking lot. And then you see like another set of tire treads uh, making the turn onto the road, not in the direction that you came in from, like going further down towards uh, the area where the big tree was, if you remember that. What should you be wary of as the uh, as either the three of you or just you kind of go off and like look like just like go to the main road and look to see like what's going on in the direction over there? You see smoke rising in the distance. Not like the near distance, like further off, like in the direction towards the tree. Sure. Well, I think Walter just like points this out to to to, to everyone else and uh, just says, well, uh, good news, bad news. Bad news is uh, there's a seven-year-old driving a car. Good news is uh, I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Um, good, good news is we have a vague idea of where she might be. So she's not driving the car, not currently. Yeah. Okay. By that I mean the car is destroyed. Yeah. Okay. I do not. I do not know by what means, but it is destroyed. Maybe we. Can we find the car? Dakota looks at them and is like, "Well, I'm taking a shower first. Okay. R- really? Dorothy isn't the kind to run. She finds somewhere and she sits and hides. Wherever she is, she's not moving. If the car is not moving, she's either inside of it or she found somewhere else to hide. If she's inside Uh, of uh, it, uh, she's uh, dead. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this, uh, is this, is Dorothy typically the kind to steal a car? I'm saying this might be a bit of an exception to her normal sort of behavioral patterns. Do you think maybe this could be a time sensitive issue? It kind of kind of moves some like rocks back and forth with like the brake sword. She made her choices. I, she's seven. What are we gonna do? Start running on the highway? I can get us a new car. How long is that gonna take? Uh, she looks over to uh the parking lot, and there is um. So you see that there is this yeah. blue, like kind of like pale baby blue Ford Escort that is like not terribly far away from you all. It's very nondescript. It's boxy. It's got that classic metallic frame. It's kind of small, four doors. It's really just the most basic car you can think of. And she uh, looks over towards it and says, a couple of seconds. Nakata's still moving pebbles back and forth. After a second, kind of looks up and smiles and goes, okay, but I'm driving. Um, You see the driver goes, that is my job. I have my permit, and Dakota like pulls out like uh, their their wallet, and they have their driver's permit. Give me a gift here. 
I don't. That's a minus three. Yeah, you don't have girth, so minus two, and then whatever your mush is, which I guess is minus one. Oh, I'm so fucked. Maybe, maybe Ooh. not. Who knows? Escalators, escalators, escalators. Eels. <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get? That's uh, a two. <laughs> After the minus three or before the minus three? I prefer not to answer. Wow, really did get eels. Um, okay, cool. So um, you say that to her and she kind of looks at you for a moment, kind of narrows her eyes a little bit and says, okay, have you ever hot-wired a car before? I'm a quick learner. Okay, I will teach you. Yes! Um, don't forget to mark experience for this failure. Failing upwards. <laughs> like every white man. This is the kind of character growth we've been we've been needing in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Dakota learns to hotwire a car. Yeah. Uh so do you guys just walk on? <laughs> yeah. So um Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh the three of you walk over to the car and uh Walter watches too. He wants to learn too. <laughs> <laughs> so good view yeah the three of you walk over to the car and she at first like tests the door and says the door is locked when the door is locked there are two ways to get in that will work basically every time um either you can break the window or you can jimmy the lock those are really your only two ways primarily uh, unless you want to go in through the trunk but i don't recommend that if the door is not unlocked either one of those two would do you Luckily enough for us, we don't have to break this window. And she goes into her pocket and pulls out this key. It is, it's like a black, uh, it's got like a black like rubber uh, kind of head to it. And it's like a blank fob, like no ridges, just like flat metal. And she sticks it into the, uh, into like the, uh, the the keyhole for the car and it like slides in perfectly you can you can almost hear as if like ridges are like molded into the key as she puts it in and just turns it you hear the click of the door unlock she takes the key out and you see it has ridges now and she opens it up and uh, motions for you to get in yeah i mean i assume dakota probably sits in the car yeah Cool. Um, and sits like starts like adjusting like the seat as like they sit down. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You sit down, Walter. What do you do after seeing this happen? I think it, yeah. I think it just I think it just hops in the car. I think it just like yeah hops up maybe on like the dashboard and then like yeah for sure yeah you hop okay go for it. Part of me imagines Walter as like one of the little hula girls on the. <laughs> That's super cool. I kind of like, I like the idea of you like uh, curling up like right on the edge of the dashboard and like kind of looking over the edge and down as uh, like they get to work. Yeah, and you do that. And then uh, she like kind of like kneels down and leans in like kind of like over your lap a little bit and uh, to like kind of look into the space and says, okay, there are, and from here, there are a couple of different ways we can hotwire this car. Um, two of which are going to be the most useful to us. Uh, we can either, or I suppose I'll give you the choice. Would you either learn how to do it very quickly or would you like to learn how to do it manually? Which one's more reliable? Doing it very quickly. That way. She hands you the key that she has just molded out of the keyhole. Um, it kind of looks at it and hands it back to her as like manual. There's this brief moment of pride that you see she takes where she kind of, 
uh, takes a key yeah. back, smiles, uh, like a very like s- small smile, and then pops, and then like goes like kind of uh, like bumps like a panel underneath the steering wheel, and she show and like she like walks you through how to hot wire this car. I don't know how to do it. I'm not going to explain how to do it on a podcast for sure. All right, listeners, <laughs> you want to see? You'll see the the headlight wire, and next to that, two above should be a yellow wire. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That might be true. I have no idea. But yeah, she kind of walks you through. She like kind of starts to do it, um, like do it all the way through, like walking you through, um, being like, this is the, like she explains the whole process of like, this is what this wire goes to. This is what this wire goes to. So you're going to cut this wire and this wire, and then you're going to put these two together because then it's going to do this. Like she walks you through the entire process and she stops right before like doing the thing that will like, like turn the engine over. And then looks to you and says, do you think you got it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And she like kind of like holds the wires out for you to take. Dakota like leans the, the brake kind of in the little slot where the seatbelt kind of sits mm-hmm. um, and leans forward and takes the two, the two wires and, and, and puts the, the active ends together. Okay. You hear the engine uh, start to like crackle and spark to life. The, uh, it turns over the car like you the car turns on uh, all of the lights and stuff as it comes to life the driver smiles at you and says there you go and she gets up goes to the other side uh, opens up the door and sits in the passenger seat as like Dakota like was like pushing the wires together Dakota just like as a, as a hearing the engine like sort of like you know rev up and start Dakota just like under like the breath is like sick <laughs> I think Walter, under his breath, is like, sick. <laughs> so yeah, we're um, at the wheel. Yeah. Does Dakota put a seatbelt on? That's a good question. Better. Safety first. I don't think Dakota puts a seatbelt on. Fair enough. The driver doesn't either. Walter doesn't because he's a weasel. This is a little tiny, like, booster seat <laughs> just for Walter. Just for Walter. <laughs> awesome. Is there a cup holder? That might be perfect size. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. What do you do? You're behind the wheel. Yeah, um, Dakota. I'm assuming. What's? Do I need to reverse or drive out of this lot? Uh, reverse. Dakota like slams it in reverse and like looks over the back and and pulls out. You pull out uh, with like an amazing amount of ease. Where you like pull off, turn, uh, and like you're essentially like straight shot for like leaving out of the uh out of the parking lot it rides strangely smoothly they don't they don't they don't make them like they used to you know uh walter says um, <laughs> <laughs> this is not. like this is like the first time dakota's really been in a car without you know a teacher administered sort of mm-hmm setting right yeah and so that feeling of like oh like i'm in control kind of sets in something a feeling they don't get very often mm-hmm. they like put their foot on the brake and they hold it down and they and they kind of as you do that um you feel the car like like rumble to life with like a deep a nice purr Right, it feels good the way that like it vibrates in here. It kind of shakes your body, feels alive. You feel the potential energy building up in it, and then you feel it begin to change. And then I have to ask you, what does Dakota's dream car look like? Give me a minute. Yeah, no, for sure. 
this is okay hold on fuck okay this is too much fucking power mm-hmm. yeah uh dakota's dream car i'd imagine dakota still has a love for the car they rode around with with their dad when they were young um and their dad had a a really cool like tricked out like rat rod um <laughs> And that that's, has always had like a really really like big impact on like Dakota, mm-hmm. but you know their taste kind of evolved from there. And so I imagine it's like a tricked out like diesel punk rat rod Ford Roadster, uh-huh. and it's like ar- it's like armor plated, <laughs> um, very like dark like black or like gunmetal with like uh-huh. the um it, it, like with like the exposed like engine out of the hood oh, for type sure. of deal like flames shooting out of the fucking exhaust of the engine oh yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah oh that's badass as fuck literally something Holy out of Mad Max shit. actually yeah so you fe- can we just go fight the stranger now like with this thing <laughs> with this yeah, with no, no, a car you <laughs> yeah you go, what's your dream car uh M1 Abrams. <laughs> Just... <laughs> a stealth bomber. <laughs> but yeah, no, so you feel the car, you like see the change of the interior of the vehicle and like see out the window and see like the change of the exterior as well as it just begins to like fluidly morph almost like like a kind of like ferrofluid in your hand as the wheel be- like morphs from like a solid into like a kind of like a almost like a solid fluid where like you are able to touch and hold it but you feel as it molds around your hand changing and like mm-hmm. as the shape of this car moves from this like old like Ford Escort into this beast of a road <laughs> of like a Ford roadster like you see like as the hood like opens in parts revealing the engine as it like raises up uh out of the hood exhaust pipes growing from its sides uh flames beginning to spout from it uh to the rhythm of the hum of the engine uh and like it feels powerful it feels good and it feels natural as you are now in like the car that is the most representative of you how you want to feel and how you want to be and it just feels powerful dakota like lets out like a giggle like a like a just like a like a joyous just like chuckle just like <laughs> and like their eyes are like glistening just like with fulfillment mm-hmm. oh for sure you see the driver kind of like take a look over it and like kind of like look out of the side in the windshield mirror and the side view and like kind of like looking around and says turns back to you and says looks good thanks and it's like still like really like giddy and just like kind of like running their hand like along like the 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 steering wheel and like the dashboard and just like kind of feeling everything. It feels great to the touch. Like whatever it is that Dakota like imagined, like how it would feel, how would it would smell, mm-hmm. um, and like how like the like the little texture, like all of it is like exactly what dakota imagined like exactly what they want and it it like it feels like a dream almost okay um walter is like shocked but absolutely thrilled <laughs> like he was not expecting this but he is loving it mm-hmm. dakota kind of adjusts the rear view for a rear view mirror for a second and like looks at themselves and like smiles and then kind of adjusts it to look back 
uh, out the back window. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, you know. As you are adjusting the rear view, you like kind of catch a quick glimpse at yourself for a moment. Um, and the reflection of you moves in a way that like where it's not you moving, it's not like copying your emotion almost in the same way that it was in the mirror in the bathroom mm-hmm. when you spoke to it yesterday. The you that looks back to you smiles and she says and of course walter you don't hear this um she says now this feels good this feels right the courage kind of nods their head along and once again you know putting the foot like you know break to the ground and then uh holding onto the gas um tires screeching and pulls out of the parking lot i am going to give you a new move I have to write it. I don't know what it will be, but I'm sure it has something to do with this car and driving. This move is going to be called Road Warrior. Hello, friends. It is I, your friendly neighborhood ghost, Kendo, the GM and host of this podcast. And this is where I stopped doing that voice. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. It means absolutely so, so much. Uh, I, I really can't put it into words how much it means that you take time out of your busy schedule to listen to our, our humble little podcast over here. It really means a lot. And one way that you can show your appreciation for what we do, assuming that you like this podcast, is leaving us a rating or review. And you can rate us on Spotify and Podchaser. You can also leave a review on Podchaser and on Apple Podcasts. And, like, quite a few other things as well. I think on, like, Podcast Addict, maybe on Stitcher. I'm not quite sure. Uh, apparently, you all listen to this from a variety of different things, which is really, really cool. So go on to wherever you mostly listen to these podcasts on and leave us a rating or review there. That's the best way for other people to know how much you like the show. And it's also a good metric for us to know if you're liking the show as well. And if you're a fan of us and you haven't already yet, go follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Tales Yet Told. That's T-A-L-E-S-Y-E-T-T-O-L-D. And that's where we post updates about the you know, all the episodes coming out, like the fact that this one was coming a day late or, uh, you know, uh, character art. We share some of that and we just like interacting with you. Another place we like interacting with you, our brand new discord server. You can find the link to our discord server on our Twitter page and also in the link pages uh, uh, that you can find in the bios of both of our social media pages. The Discord server is a slowly growing group, but it is a great group. Uh, we are already starting to plan events, like doing a weekly character building kind of event. We also want to do a watch party of Treasure Planet, which might be happening next week. I'm not super sure, but you, you know where you can find out? Come into the Discord server. Boom, bam, that's a plug. And last but not least, we want to thank Be Gay Roll Dice Network for allowing us to be a part of the queer little family we're all just a bunch of queer people trying to make wonderful content by people like us for people like us and just filling the ttrpg space with wonderful new diverse voices in fact i have a little ad from them for you now so go out treat yourself get enough sleep eat enough food drink enough water and take care of yourself and love yourself like i love you bye (laughs) <laughs> Need a new gay found family podcast? We're queer-led actual D&D play... G- nope. <laughs> <laughs>
We're a queer-led, actual play D&T podcast of four best friends who are currently playing... Hold on. We're a bunch of queers playing D&D for a podcast. We're lifelong friends. We have space travel, magic technology, heist, horses, and a really gooey goblin. I'm stealing all of your stuff. I'm just going to say this entire ad. <laughs> we have great bonus content with the first episode of each arc available for free <laughs> in the entirety of the first arc the bone rattlers uh, yeah each arc <laughs> is set in a excuse me each art is set in an in-universe history podcast about each planet in the planetary system there's more than one we have a bunch of episodes available for binging and wonderful characters to fall in love with and hate, <laughs> including some jank horses. <laughs> we have multiple arcs out that follow the story of Val, a trite. <laughs> Ten. Val the Triton, an interplanetary criminal and MLG gamer. Uh, horse rider extraordinaire. Xerxes, a murderous demon that likes to wear dad hats. And sometimes uh, rides God. a night horse. Patches, a part-time old lady, full-time ooey-gooey cyborg goblin, and her trusty rusty steed, Horus. And Adam, the small boy technomancer. And their journey as they grow and discover uh, the truth to their pasts. I was going to be mad because I didn't do a character voice, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I did. Magic, Magic dagger. dagger. If, if the, the true treasure, treasure isn't friendship, friendship I'm, I'm going to be mad. mad. I'm going to be mad. If treasure true, friendship bad? <laughs> okay, so we're back. I've made the move for Dakota. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> it's wild. This is great. Um, people who are familiar with Dungeon World... Uh, another Powered by the Apocalypse game, uh, might uh, recognize some similarities between this move and another move. Um, um, are we going to ever create a Twitter thread of the new moves we've added? Oh, yeah. I think that's actually a good idea. I might do that. I'll probably do that. By the time you're listening to this, it's happened. I've done it. Uh, but yeah, I like that idea. We can do that. T- take a look at him, boss, please. <laughs> take a look at him. Um, big sick. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to read this read this move for us, Marcy? Oh boy, do I! It's a it's a big old mouthful of mmm, tasty. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. All right, Road Warrior. When you dedicate yourself to a mission and put the pedal to the metal, state what you set out to do. Track down and recover blank. Destroy blank, a thorn in your side. Discover the truth of blank and report your findings. Then choose up to two boons. One, an unwavering sense of direction to blank. Two, invulnerability to blank. Examples as edged weapons, fire, enchantments cannot be the stranger. Three, a mark of the stranger's authority. Four, a freedom from hunger, thirst, or sleep. Five, a weapon that pierces all defense. The GM will then tell you what vow or vows is required for you to maintain your blessing. 1. Wrath. Forbidden. Suffering those who wronged you to live. Pride. Forbidden. Listening to those who are weaker than you. Avarice. Forbidden. Letting that which you want escape your grasp. Sloth. Forbidden. 
allowing yourself to be distracted from your mission. Greed. Forbidden. Taking any amount that is less than what you desire. Wowie! <laughs> oh boy! That sure is some stuff. That, that is a, a part of a complete breakfast. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Um, you're basically like a dark paladin now. You're like a black guard uh, <laughs> paladin. It's pretty badass. So I'm excited. Uh, so um, just like sitting like back into the scene again. You are sitting in <sighs> your um, what was it called? A road, a rat road, road rat, something. Rat rod. Sorry. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Uh, you're sitting in your uh, uh, you are sitting in your Ford Roadster rat rod diesel <sighs> punk Mad Max beast of a car. The engine oh, humming mate. at the perfect frequency. Fire shooting out from the engine exhaust. Uh. Walter, you're curled up on the dashboard of the car, uh, just having experienced this like huge change in the physical structure of this vehicle. And Brittany, the driver, sits next to you, a smirk on her face as she kind of looks around, loving what you have built, and turns to look at you as you put the pedal to the metal. And I have a question. Do you use Road Warrior? Yeah. Big sick. So dedicate yourself to a mission. Which one? Um I'm going to track down and recover. I mean, I the obvious answer there is track down and recover Dorothy. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Awesome. Uh choose up to two boons. Oh shit. Now can I ask you to describe what a mark of the stranger's authority would imply? Uh, what it would imply is you will essentially have, um, depending on how you want to like flavor it, either a physical or like it can be like an aura. It can be uh, like you were given like a, a like a badge. It can be anything you want, but it will be a manifestation of the fact that you have the stranger's backing and whatever it is that you are doing right now. And so people, especially people who have like an implied authority, so like, you know, cops, um, uh, uh, like people who are older than you, um, you know, people that like when a kid goes around like, oh, those are authority figures or whatever, they will be aware of this mark once it is revealed to them and they will immediately know to move out of your way. Or like people will answer questions, people will do basically whatever because they know that whatever you do is in the name of the stranger. Okay. But also what that entails of socially having that and people tying that to you. Um, All right, cool. So going back to this, uh, what boons are you choosing? Um. Yeah, so looking at the boons, um, I think... For now, I think Dakota takes um, the first one will be a mark of the stranger's authority. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How does how does how does that manifest? I think that manifests in several ways. Um, I think one, I think something that's iconic to the stranger that Dakota notices and envies to a degree is his voice. Um, I think Ooh. that uh, <laughs> especially 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 when trying to like demonstrate to like people outside of like 
the like sphere of like where they're engaging so like i feel like it wouldn't be used as like as much like if you're just having a conversation but like you can tell that dakota's voice is deeper like just in conversation yeah but when it comes to displaying and making sure people know who they're talking to you can tell that there is something that links this person to the stranger that's badass um i like that i think a lot of other changes happen as well i think their clothing changes for sure right mm-hmm. um I gotta. D- dakota i think you know the, the the kind of fancy like sort of well-worn shoes from the ferris bueller costume are now tall combat boots that are spiked and blacked and laced tight <laughs> um i think dakota's pants are like the classic like yellow plaid like punk pants with like straps and belts uh belts covered in studs made two belt like like, you know a belt that's full of studs and a a belt that has like the bullets around it right um and there's like there's like there's like this sort of like straps dangling along the side um and then under then like um i would assume just like uh a very well-fitted, like, just black t-shirt, like, tucked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that is a, a nice, well-fitted black leather jacket covered in spikes and studs and, and various, like, bands that, you know, Dakota obviously admires. On the back is um, a sort of, like, head of a hyena um, <laughs> that is, like, black and white, in itself kind of has like a bit of a, a mohawk mm-hmm. and the tips of its teeth are are red. That's clothing wise. Physically, Dakota changes as well. We see Dakota's hair is now more of like a modern take on the classic like 80s punk mohawk. It's not necessarily straight up, but mm-hmm. it is reminiscent of something like that. Yeah. Um, um, looking down like at their arm, like Dakota's right arm you see a sleeve of tattoos sort of like grow into their skin and there's various images throughout the sublime. I'd imagine a few things you see is like uh, the shadowy figure of the stranger kind of wrapping through trees. Um, You see Rose inside of her nest um, and, and her spiderlings like crawling down the forearm and a few of them like onto the hand of Dakota. Mm-hmm. And then I would say on Dakota's neck, there is a large black turtle. This is so fucking dope. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Dakota's a badass. Fuck. Um, Shit. Very cool. So that, so uh, is that the one you're taking or are you taking another one? I can take up to two, right? You can take up to two. That will probably mean I give you more vows. Oh, shit. Because you, you're getting more power from that. No, no, that makes 100% sense. Do it, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Fuck. I think, one, it'd be kind of fucking cool. But two, I don't think Dakota fully understands what this entails yet. Uh-huh. Um, I, th- I think Dakota's willing to take and take and take without realizing there's some give. Mm-hmm. I would say... I also take the unwavering sense and direction to Dorothy. Okay, so you chose two boons. I'm going to give you two vows. Mm. The first yes. is pride. You are forbidden to listen to anyone 
who's weaker than you. Damn it. Oh, Jesus. That's probably not going to be good. And the second. Yeah. There's some good choices here. Avarice. You're forbidden from letting that which you desire. Uh, I'm going to change the wording to this. I'm changing it to that which you desire. Because I feel like desire is... I feel want feels too active. It's like, oh, this is a thing I want. But desire is both an active and a yeah. subconscious thing. Where it's like Dakota yeah. might not realize it's a thing that he desires until it is placed in yeah. front of him. Oh, and then yeah, at that point, he's like, can't let that go. So letting that which you desire escape your grasp. Yeah, of course. Big That's fucking insane. Sack. So those are your two. Walter, oh, you watch fuck. as this physical change happens. As yeah. Dakota puts the pedal to the metal, you feel the delay as you hear the wheels start to burn rubber on the black pavement of the parking lot. You feel that energy start to build up as the car wobbles back and forth. It's rear wheel drive, like building up all of this intensity. And then you just feel as all of it is pushed into you have to like physically hold on uh, to the dashboard as the car goes shooting off like a bullet out of a gun and as that happens it's <laughs> almost as if all at once a transformation takes over dakota almost in a wave where you are like where you like watch um it like start from their fingers like and move up their body you see as the tattoo grows along their arm as the jacket changes molds darkens and like becomes more form-fitting uh you see as like they're almost their shoulders broaden a little bit like almost if the um and like the muscle tone of them like starts to like define a little more they've seen more fit more powerful despite like their body not changing that much it's almost more the tone definition almost accentuates what might have already been there um and you see as the jacket like uh changes uh his shirt changes uh the shoes uh start to grow along their legs uh becoming leather darkening straps almost unfolding out of the boot and then strapping around and like almost tying themselves the pants like knit themselves closed dye themselves black and become strapped in by these studded leather belts and uh, like you see their hair like kind of floof out a bit um, as well and there's just like this feeling of intensity that comes out as you all start speeding off out out of the parking lot and down the road. What does Walter think as all of this happens? Walter's uh, Walter's immediate thought is something is 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 Walter's immediate thought is this is not good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially because you recognize along their arm <laughs> the form of the stranger in the tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I I think right now Walter is has re- has like recognized I won't say recognized what has happened because I don't think he's seen this happen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he is 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 recognizing. Okay, the stranger is doing something here, and I think Walter is just like, and he kn- and Walter knows he can't really do anything right now. And he also knows that they need to find Dorothy right now. Mm-hmm. 
So he's kind of just... I think Walter is planning. <laughs> I think Walter is is thinking uh, thinking towards the future and trying trying not to worry about the pretty not good thing that has just happened. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Also, yeah, you all go speeding down the road in the direction that uh, you all like saw the tire tracks kind of turn off into and down towards the smoking column rising above the trees um, in the direction of the large iridescent uh, tree off in the distance. It feels so good uh, to be in this car. Is this, I, I, I forgot to ask, is this a form of the, uh, is this a form of the roadster that has a roof or not? It does, but I assume okay. that Dakota rolls down the windows. Oh, for sure, for sure. So uh, the wind is kind of like blowing through the windows. You can feel like the hair of your new mohawk like blowing in the wind. Um, the Just the sense of speed and power you get uh, from like pressing down on the gas pedal is like unlike anything you felt before. And, you know, you've done some driving lessons before and driving's never felt like this. It's never felt so natural. You've never felt so much in control, probably over anything in your life. There's like, there's this moment where I think like, as you're like holding on to the wheel and as you're like going down and you kind of move, you don't like fully like, you know, turn the wheel, but you kind of move it and you feel the car like move in perfect unison with you. And like, you like kind of can kind of move back and forth and you like almost like weave in and out for a little bit, like just kind of like getting a sense of it. And you are so natural at this. It's something you feel so good at and feel so much control over where in this moment you realize anything you want this car to do, you could get it to do it with no problem. And there's no one who can stop you from doing it. As you all are driving, I think uh, I think Brittany like kind of looks over to you uh, as you're driving and just asks, "How does it feel?" Um, yeah, I imagine Dakota like looks like looks fully looks over and just it feels good. Walter, you hear his voice reverberate in a way you've never heard before, and it sounds so much like him in that moment. This is so bad. You are uh, the driver. Uh, you see the driver smirks, almost like a little bit surprised uh, by the voice. Uh, but you see, she she doesn't just smirk. She full on smiles, like full toothy grin and goes, it does, doesn't it? And like kind of looks off uh, in the road. She has her arm outside of the car doing the thing where you're like the wind is going and like you're kind of riding uh, the breeze with your hand, like feeling uh, the kind of motion of it. She feels right at home. She feels like she is like having a good time and I'm almost and almost like happy for you to be able to feel this way. Cause I think in this moment, you just kind of get the sense this is what she feels like when she does this. Like she feels mm -hmm. in control. Yeah. She feels powerful. She feels like she can do whatever it is she sets her mind to do and no one can fucking stop her. And for once in your life, you feel the same. How does that make Dakota feel? I think, yeah, I mean, I think you said it. Um, 
Dakota finally having like strong control over anything in their life. Um, I think this is the first time ever that they've ever felt that they are themselves, um, that they don't have to worry about the things around them. They don't have to impress any families that want to keep them, uh, keep him. Mm -hmm. He can kind of just do what he wants. I think to a big degree, he feels this is where he's supposed to be. I think this is not only is this control a crystallization of themselves, it also makes him feel close to his dad again. Yeah. This is the car your dad, uh, not quite exactly like this, but like a form yeah. of this. This is the car your dad used to drive. I think Dakota always grew up excited for the day that he would get to learn to drive in his dad's car. And, you know, his dad being there for his first tattoo, his dad being there for all these things. That emotion is something that is very alive inside of Dakota's mind right now. Um, the power, the control is unbelievable. But I think as he's he's smiling and, and he, he feels the roar of these engines, not necessarily noticeably, but I think his eyes start to water a little, thinking about the moments he missed with his dad. That's beautiful. As you all are driving down, uh, eventually you come across, there's a sign, <clears throat> uh, a, a road sign uh, for the nearby town, Oak Creek. I'm imagining it's just like, it's a pretty typical, like, it's like a green uh, sign with like a white like border uh, around it. It's like, just as Oak Creek, mm, Oak Creek uh, <laughs> uh, population, you know, whatever, so on and so forth, uh, like five miles down the road. And uh, as you all pass it, uh, Brittany goes, she probably ended up there, I'd imagine. Oh, we um, should, uh, should probably, yeah, pro probably look for her. Kendrick, yeah. is she there? Oh yeah, you do have an uh, unwavering sense of direction. Yeah, she uh, is straight ahead uh, in the in the direction that the road seems to be leading towards the town. I think Dakota goes, uh, it, was it a turn you said? Uh, no, it's not a turn. It's just uh, straight it's, ahead. It's just yeah. straight ahead. I imagine the road does turn um, off, but like the road, like where the sign is, is like straight ahead. Yeah, I imagine Dakota just nods his head and goes like, I mean, just really just lets the engine roar and lets that thing ring out oh for sure it purrs like a dream and you're speeding off and you see that you're getting closer to the large smoke column uh that is off in the distance mm -hmm. um and uh eventually like as like I i'm imagining it's kind of a country road so it does like kind of like you know wind and weave uh through mm -hmm. the woods here and eventually you do just hit like a mm -hmm. straightaway and up in front a bit down the road that you're heading for very quickly you see that there is a block at the road um, and what is blocking the road is uh, a derailed train that has seemingly come off of the, <laughs> that has come off the tracks, has like crashed into the trees, flipped, overturned, and like all of the cars behind it have overturned. And it is a mess. You hear sirens uh, off in the distance and you see like, you see like cop cars, ambulance, fire trucks and all that kind of stuff. Um, out here trying, like, working through the rubble, like, trying to see, you know, who it is they can help. And uh, it's completely, like, it's completely blocking the road from whatever is on the other side of it. I imagine as they get close, Dakota, you know, still going almost full speed up to the point where they get to that blockade, uh, slams on the brake and turns, 
um, kind of skidding out, uh, facing there, the driver's side door towards the blockade. And almost like as it like is stopping, like walks out of the car Ooh. and starts walking towards the blockade. It feel like you've never done this before. This is such an incredibly dangerous maneuver. You do it with the utmost of ease. Like there is like no difficulty to it. It is almost as if this is like a practice stunt that you have done like 50 times in rehearsal with like wires and stuff to make sure no one gets hurt kind of deal. It just does exactly that. And you like, you essentially like step out and the momentum of the car continues to carry. And like, you almost don't have to walk out of the car as the car just keeps moving and you just like slide right out of it. Uh, Walter, you're hanging on for dear life. Walter fucking slams into the window. Like, yeah, no, he is he is un, unfastened completely. He is. Yeah, no, uh, no. Yeah, no way. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's absolutely terrible. Uh, you see, uh, Brittany like holds on to uh the outside like frame of the window of the car, uh, and like uh, and uh, also like onto the steering wheel uh, as well, like as it kind of skids, uh, and it like comes to a perfect stop, like right at the edge of the train. Um, not right at the edge because you walk out like probably like a good five mm-hmm. feet. Uh, away and like skids to a stop um no damage no flipping no anything and uh dakota you've you've just walked out of the car uh walter you are frazzled and thrown against the windshield (laughs) i'm like kind of fall back down and you hear Brittany just whistle and go she's good (laughs) yeah I'm worried she might like this too much. Hmm. Brittany gets out of the car. <laughs> um, I assume like as Dakota's walking up to the blockade, kind of strolling with uh, his hands in the pockets of the jacket. Yeah. Um, and is there any like people nearby the blockade? Uh, yeah, you see that there are cops who have like they've like set up like uh, like yellow uh, tape and stuff to like block off like uh, the area around the train. Uh, you see a few of them are like kind of going around like taking like uh, um, like taking comment from people like looking for people. Um, um, you see, there's like ambulance who uh, seem to be helping a few people uh, towards the front. Uh, of the train that is like completely like off in like the woods you can see where trees have been broken over mm-hmm. uh and like the 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 um the main car of the train is like completely off the tracks has like decoupled uh from the cars behind it uh and you see like in front of you a bunch of them have kind of been overturned or stopped um blocking the path you see uh yeah primarily around you right now there are cops uh who are like who see you approaching like, ah, 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 excuse me, uh, sorry, you can't come this way. Uh, you know, accident. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess, um, Dakota gets the blockade and goes, I didn't ask if I could come this way. Uh, you, <laughs> you see this, this, um, this, uh, this cop who's like, like a good, like, maybe like half a foot taller than you uh kind of look down and you see he was about to put up a thing like he was about to put up uh a like um uh he was about to like dispute and be like come on kid get back but as soon as you talk he goes oh um oh, oh uh oh, oh 
okay and like kind of just backs up a little and like kind of waves you like in um uh Brittany follows right yeah. in behind you um i imagine like dakota like walks into like the like the main like group of like all the cops are kind of like rambling about i imagine like kind of talking like like kind of like trying to figure things out i imagine um um and dakota kind of walks in, the, in like the in like the kind of the center of all them and just what is this uh you so you walk over to these cops uh and like they're kind of like you know uh uh like kind of circled up uh kind of talk um like backs to you and like they're talking uh, and mm-hmm. like you know one of uh it seems like one of them's in charge you can't really quite see them and uh until you like come over uh you say that and then like all of the cops kind of like stop turn to look at you and like they kind of break apart and you see the person uh, up front is none other than Sheriff Edgar. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> who, who is like, and like, there's this moment where he locks eyes with you and he is baffled. Uh, you see him like kind of looking over you in a way, like seeing the, the your mid-season costume change uh, and is like, Dakota? I yeah. I, I think Walter has gotten out of the car. Yeah, by now for sure. You're catching up. He's heading over. Yeah. 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 Uh, I assume like Dakota like, looks at her and is like, "Yeah." I. I uh I I thought um sorry I just um you look uh d- you look di- diff different you look different. Uh, and you see kind of like is looking over you like he's like truly can't take in like or can't process what he's seeing and then uh walter you you, you like run up and you like you you see this as well uh, and you see there's this moment where he kind of he sees you walter and is like and then sees Brittany, and then there's almost this like there's this moment of recognition where he's like okay she's here and then like confusion again like what the fuck's going on and he goes i'm sorry i'm just what are you doing here shouldn't you be at you should be at at school right now oh the place the place you sent us okay yeah no that didn't work out i didn't there's like again this reverberation to your voice that is very familiar to all of these people, but it seems like it's taking it like Edgar like just isn't quite getting it. It's like so baffled to the point where it like it's like he can hear it, but he's not processing it. Where he's like he's mm-hmm. just in shock at this point. Um, he goes, "I look, I'm sorry, I didn't um, I don't want." To, like she and like he like points to to pretty she came to my house i didn't call her that was that was excuse me can we get some time alone and he like turns to the other uh cops and they all just kind of like yep yep and like heads down like walk off like yeah there's some work we could go be doing and like they all walk off to go do something just leaving the four of you and he goes look she took you all right i didn't have Nothing to do with, I told you, this, I, I told you this would happen, all right? I said he would come, all right? And she, and that's, that. Hey, uh, hey, 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 Sheriff. Yes, Walter? Um, can, 
can you can you and I talk for a sec? And he like looks at Dakota, and there's like a a, a bit of like there's a bit of sadness here, right? Like there is a bit of like he sees you, and you're like completely different from how he remembers you. But there's also like a way that you carry yourself that like he seems kind of disappointed in that, where it's like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want you to turn out like this. Like, I, like, what is this? Like, this feels wrong to him. Is like, kind of, like, what you're getting from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of nods and, like, kind of motions for Walter to, like, walk over to the side with them. As, like, he does that, Dakota kind of just grabs, like, kinda, like, puts his hand on his shoulder for a second and is just like, how long till we can get through here? If you want to walk around, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, moving this train, this is going to be an all-day thing that we're doing here, uh, I'm not going to be able to quite move through until, you know, we we take care of all of this. You know, don't want, we really don't want people having to try to move around the train, getting hurt, that kind of thing. Wonderful. And then Dakota lets, uh, like, kind of takes, like, their hand off out of your shoulder. And there's a moment where he, like, stops and stares and, like, looks like he wants to say something. But then just kind of like shakes his head and then turns around to follow wherever Walter's walked over to. Walter, what the fuck is going on? Um, f- first off, hi. Hi, hello. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I didn't quite have the pleasantries after the fucking. What the hell are you all doing here? And what, her? Listen, listen, uh, Sheriff, things have gotten, um,. Big fucked up. Oh really? Uh, oh since really? We last, since we last talked, like in 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 absolutely insane ways, and I and I and I uh, can't even begin to go into it. Um, well, but okay. Um. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Here's the gist of it. I'm at war with the stranger. Oh my God. Um, Which wasn't initially on purpose. And then uh-huh. it kind of was on purpose after that. Uh-huh. Um, we met a spider. Uh, we, I saw God. Um, what? Wait, Walter. Okay, hold on. Sorry. You can't just be skipping over what appears to be very large, important parts of what's going on. Last thing I heard, you all made a mess at, a school, at the school. And then I got a call to go look for you all. And, and I did for a bit, but... I, I couldn't find y'all, and then, you know, I was told it was taken out of my hands, in which case I assumed that she went to go look for you again, and, well, and kind of turns to look that over towards where Dakota and Brittany are all standing, like, irritated and pissed off. I'll try to sum it up as quick as possible, but this is gonna get confusing. I saw... I saw... I. I I saw what the sublime is. I figured out this place. What the hell is that supposed to and mean? I f- it's complicated. But here's the point. Stranger is not in as much control as he wants to be. A.K.A. we can win. But he wants us not to win. And that is why we are in the situation that we're in. What do you mean by he's not in... Ed- 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 Edgar-, Edgar Dorothy ran away. We're looking for her. God. Stranger sent something, something. She had this like imaginary friend who's, but but then I, but then she's her imaginary friend is real. 
What the stranger made you it? You are. I'm so confused right now. I, okay, okay, all right. She's got an imaginary friend. What is this a bad thing? Is it? It led her away. Okay, so so what you think? And it's under his control. And and and, and Dakota. Yeah, Dakota. I think she's. I don't. I don't. I think he's offering her power. Oh no, she can't. She can't, she can't accept that. No, she can't do that. I, this would be bad. Like I get it. All right, I know. I said I wanted them to, you know, find a place in this world, but I didn't. That didn't mean work for the stranger. All right, I I, like that. I know. And that's gonna. That you know that that's that can be intoxicating. Walter, trust no. me, Walter. And he gets down. He says, "I was not the first <laughs> sheriff." You understand me? Yeah. I was, this was someone else's job, and I was given an opportunity, all right? In so many words. If she does this, she is stuck here, and I know you all were planning on getting out, but, like, this is, this is worse than just staying here, you understand? If I know. I know. She's turning, she, I mean, she's turning into the, to the driver. You weren't the first sheriff? Any, any, like, gestures over at, at, uh, Brittany? Yeah. He says, she won't be the last driver unless we do something about it. Well, what's your plan, genius? You're the one who got them into this in the first place. Um, I... Uh... No plans? No genius uh, ideas to get yourselves out of the shit that you put them in? Again? Walter, I... I need time. I need time and we don't have it. We don't know where Dorothy is. We don't know how long before Dakota completely completely loses how it. How did she get away from you? She's a little girl, alright? She got small legs. How did she outrun you all in your fucking... She stole a car. What? She stole the car. What car? How did she steal a car? She's seven, Walter! It is a good... It is a good question, Edgar. It is a good, good question. God. I mean, presumably took the keys. Walter, there are a lot of mechanics to running a vehicle that a seven-year-old yeah. can't quite. How did she put? How did she steer it and put the put her feet on the pedals? She's not tall enough. Walt. Not the point. Not the point. God. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, what car? What what vehicle? Can you get a description for me? Maybe we can have somebody go out and look. And he like kind of waves over one of the uh, one of the other uh, cops who has like a notepad in his hands. Like, come on, get over here. We. Take, uh, I need you to put out an APB on a vehicle. Um, what does it What does it look like, Walter? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a firebird, and he, he describes it because I can't remember yeah. exactly. A red a red Pontiac firebird. Red Pontiac, yeah. yeah. There's this moment where you like the two of you like you explain that, and then Edgar and the other cop just kind of look at you for a second, and the other cop goes. Oh, you mean like that one over there? And you, he points and you like turn and you see over by where the like head of like the, the, the main train car is, is a crushed in like compacted, almost as if it was in like one of those trash compactors that they put cars in, like steel wrapped up against a tree. Uh, You see the Pontiac Firebird in, in fucking smithereens. And you see Edgar goes, um, we checked that car, right? Nobody's in that car. And um, Cobb says, I don't know if we checked it. He's like, get somebody over there and fucking 
shit! And like starts like why the fuck would you know? It's just shit? like starts just running over and like the cop and they send ambulance and like everybody's like fucking booking it and like they are all getting into work like checking this car to make sure you hear like Edgar's here like don't they not like it's chaos over there. Uh, cutting over to uh, Dakota, you and Brittany are standing there and you see like all the cops going running off. Um, and you get, um, and like the two of you can see like the wreckage of uh, the Firebird. And you see Brittany just go, damn, I like that car. Nah, Dakota, Dakota looks at me like, can't she just make a new one? Yeah. Doesn't mean I didn't like it. That's fair. Um, Kendrick, I have a quick yeah. question. Is Dorothy in she that car? Not. Your sense is okay. still telling you that she is on the other side of this train, like off uh, somewhere in that direction. Brittany knows that too, right? Uh, no, Brittany currently does not have that quest. She has a different okay. mission. Um, then Dakota is like, they kind of talk about it, or Dakota turns around and is like, they're wasting their time. She's not there. Can they just move this damn train already? Might take them a while to move. But we could just get on the other. We could just climb over and get to the other side. We're just walking around. Can we go through it? How do you plan to get through it? Can we go over it? I mean, yeah, we could climb it if that's what you mean. Or did you have something else? I mean, with the car. Oh, there was a ramp here, probably. They got a lot of blockades. You probably take the doors off of one of these and put something together. Actually, I'm going to say, you look around, there is one of the train cars already has the doors, like, torn off the hinges. What do you say? Give me a hand. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> if you go over there and you start moving the uh, moving the door into place. This is bananas. <laughs> uh, Walter, uh, you and uh, all the other cops are going through. Um, it's quite clear. Uh, there's like no sign of blood, no sign of anything like that. Um, they don't find anybody. So it's like, okay, she's not over here. Thank God. She ain't over here. I'm gonna, can I add something, a, sm- a slight detail that I was thinking yeah. about for like a few yeah, seconds? Sure. I know I said it was like a hyena on the back of the yeah. jacket, um, and that was, I think I misspoke. Um, it's not a hyena. Um, it's Edgar's disembodied head with <laughs> uh, the spiders and webbing, like, um, you know, like all around it. And you can like see like spiders like crawling around uh, on the art of his head. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Why not? Ah! Um, so at this point, he hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. No, sorry. Edward, not Edward. Oh, Edgar. okay, Edward. okay, 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 okay. I was like, holy shit. That's no, a no, no, statement. No, 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 Ed- Edward, yeah, Edward. No, 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 That makes a lot more sense. Ed- uh, all- That's worse. It's yeah. worse. It's terrible. Um, the amount of... Uh, detail that is in this embroidery um god yeah wow okay um sorry it it was in my head and i was like that makes more sense yeah yeah, for sure for sure yeah that can 100 be it so yeah the two of you are going to move the thing and yeah walter uh it's clear that no uh there's no bodies um here uh dorothy is not here uh in the wreckage of the car that's good well, that's good, yeah. That's uh, that is a, a start, a hell of a start, a good start. But where the hell is she? Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good question. 
All right. Uh, he turns. Uh, he turns uh, to the other cops and says, uh, "Put out a um. Uh, put out a search for uh for a little girl seven. He like gives the full description of the last time he's seen Dorothy. Like, go out look for her. She's missing. Um, let me know as soon as you find out anything. Again, yeah, the cops go out looking. Um, go out, spread the word, and they start doing their thing. Walter, you said the thing that was with her." her friend or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. You said he controls it? I think so. I don't know. It could be him or it could be, well, the, the creator. The what? The creator of the thing or <laughs> what? So this guy, you, this... you, you're you not the first sheriff. All right, yeah, correct. We've been over that. He's not the first stranger or at least. What? He's not the first He's not the first person who has taken on that sort of role. I saw the thing that made this place, that made the sublime. Okay. Oh. And I saw... How, how, how did you how did you go about doing that exactly? I got a... I, got a, I, I won a trivia game and I got a wish. Uh... <laughs> Video games, you know? He sits down uh, on the hood of this destroyed firebird, uh, reaches into his pocket, takes out a pack of cigarettes, uh, packs the cigarettes, opens it, uh, takes out a lighter and says, all right, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> he likes it and he takes his bag and starts smoking. What else? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's all, uh, it's all numbers. Yeah, you know? everything, everything around here. It's all just. It's all. Uh, it's all code. It's code, like, like a like a secret message, like. Kind of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't win whatever fucking trivia game this was that let you see God yeah. or whatever. So I, you're gonna have to break it down to me in layman's terms. <clears throat> it's like a. It's like a. It's like a computer. It's like a. Like a computer. And it's. All yeah. right. And let me and so this is like a game or something or like a yeah, I mean like a, like a something like that. I mean I mean it's 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 something it's something like that. All right. But what's important what's important is that I can see what is code and what's not. For example, I'm not code. Dorothy and Dakota are not code. You are not code. Thank God. That one over there, the driver, she's code. He turns to look at her, turns back. The, uh, most of the folks at the, at the school, code. But some of us in here are real. You know what I mean? You know, Albert told me that Dakota brought in weed. Is this... Are you smoking <laughs> right now, Walter? <laughs> are you high right now? You gotta fucking tell me right now if you're a high boy. Because I don't have time <laughs> nah, for man. this... Nah, I'm pretty sure if I tried to uh, smoke anything, I would die instantly. But um, because my lungs are not large. Uh -huh. Um, but no, I am uh, I am frustratingly sober uh, right now. So. Um, it sounds like you are trying to grift him, and not like in the way where you're like trying to like it. Yeah, but you are trying to convince him of a thing that like he just do does not like does not compute with him right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, roll me a must check. 
that is, what is my mush? It is a plus one. So an eight. Cool. Um, awesome. On a grift, uh, they'll consider it for a price. So he'll consider like hearing you out and like listening to you. And he's like, all right, prove to me you're not high. Uh, stand up straight, put your arms out, and you touch your nose <laughs> once at one at a time with both of your hands. <laughs> I think he just does this. Very condescendingly, honestly. Just uh-huh. like, it's like, oh yeah, you want me to stand up straight? Yes. You want me to you know, you take my little weasel arms, touch them, touch them to my okay, nose. Well, so you don't have to be condescending. You just uh, stood here and told me that I'm in the goddamn Matrix. And yes, I've seen movies. I know what the Matrix is. I don't know what the Matrix is. What? How do you not know what the Matrix Okay, whatever. Is that a movie? It is a movie. We've, you know what, you and I have never really talked about <laughs> about where about where we come from. <laughs> now I don't. Walter has not seen the Matrix. I don't. Absolutely yeah, I don't not. think. I mean, now is really not the time to be really getting into that. Um, <laughs> the Matrix is a movie about. It's about people who live inside of what you were describing a big uh, computer, uh, essentially, and is like living out in like some kind of simulation kind of deal. But they're controlled like by like robots. The world, it's a whole thing. I don't think the world's in there. I don't think this is a Matrix thing. World wasn't ended when I when I when I came here, at least. I Walter like Walter just like uh uh just like kind of waves his arms at him. He's like, I, I think you get it. I think that's what it is. That's fucking. I that's, think you're, oh. I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, no, I, I get you. No, I, uh, it, the movie is less important than the thing that it means. Okay, so you met. Whoever was in charge of this whole thing, or at least the person yeah. who used to be in charge. So just, okay, whatever. Okay, aside from all that, you met that person, you met the stranger. How does that have anything to do with Dorothy? Dor- Dorothy had been talking about this imaginary friend. And, and you know, Dakota and I, we just we just wrote it off. And, you know, she's a kid, she's seven. When I saw the code, after that happened... I could hear her friend. It wasn't, it's not imaginary. It's, it's code that only Dorothy can see. So, okay. And it, it wanted her to, to get away from us. Okay. It wanted her to, and, and, and that's what makes me think, that's what makes me think he's in, he's in, he's in charge of it is because when, uh, you know, if we all get separated, you know, we, that's it. We lose. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Fine. Well, I got my guys in a case. We'll see if we can find her. Um. She doesn't like know her way around here, so I I, I don't quite know exactly what she could have gotten herself into. But things are bad, as you say. We need to get her as quick as possible before I don't know something bad happens. I guess. And it's and then like you hear you hear in the distance like. Uh, uh, of like loud metal clanging and you turn uh, and you see Dakota and and Brittany have just finished putting like a second door like against like the roof of one of the overturned uh, cars and like and like making a ramp essentially uh, to kind of go over it. Walt, uh, Dakota, you and like Brittany just finished doing this thing. The cops have stayed out of your way um, in order for you to like do what you need to do. Um, and yeah, you, you mm-hmm. finish making your ramp. 
um if it's finished and like i assume the the little chit chat is still going over to the car i assume dakota you know kind mm-hmm. of wanders over there does dakota gesture for a cigarette from edgar does he i think i think dakota does uh-huh. yeah you honestly like this, this whole image i've been picturing of dakota uh during this this change this whole time it's been weird to picture him without a cigarette <laughs> like 15 <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but still, yeah, yeah. the whole, no, I mean, yeah, whatever, right. 15-year-olds. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, like, also, I mean, remember that Dakota grew up. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Bars. Yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's, I'm saying it's not weird that a 15-year-old isn't smoking, but for sure. Also, we live in a world with, like, vapes. That's fair, and, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. Tragic. <laughs> uh, so, you motioned for the cigarette, and... He kind of looks at you, looks down, like, looks down at the box, and looks back at you, and just goes, "No, what? No, <laughs> I'm not giving you a cigarette. What? What are you? Do- <laughs> no. Oh fuck! You do have avarice right now. I forgot. You have avarice. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh and no! I, I, I have yeah. avarice and do- pride. Does Dakota see? Edgar oh, no. as being weaker than him. I think that Dakota sees Edgar as a weak man okay. in that he sold them out. Um and that like he he doesn't hold okay. like true to like what he says. Gotcha. And okay. that like that sort of thing. Um so I, I assume that Dakota looks and goes and and, and like this is like with the with the boom of of the stranger. I didn't ask, and like, gra- like, and like, just re- and like, grabs the pack out of like, um, yeah. He I like, he's hand. almost stunned again with the like reverberation of your voice and like the conviction and authority, and would you just kind of snatch the cigarettes out of his hand? He just like is stunned for a moment, looking at you, and that same like, almost like disappointed kind of look, and like also kind of scared and you don't know if he's scared of you of like what you will do to him or like scared of what will happen to you because you have chosen to be like this i imagine like dakota like looks him like in the eye and kind of does like the the um like uh the, yeah, the packing of it. the packing and, the, and then like uh like lights it and then like hands it back to him and is like do you know anything about Jefferson Moody's dad? Jefferson who? Jefferson um, Moody. The name doesn't immediately ring a bell. Why? Who is Jefferson Moody? Who's his dad? He said that y'all took him away. I don't... What? Um. I mean... I'm... I can check to see if he's in jail. I don't... Um. I'm not aware of any um, Moody that's in... I can check... Do you? What do you want with this guy? Just curious. Just curious. What's your little project? And he just like kind of sighs and like points to the doors that uh, you all have put up here. Y'all are too slow. Dorothy's moving further and further away. You're gonna drive. You're gonna drive up it. You're gonna what? Is that what this is? Yes. You could just walk around. You don't have to. You don't gotta drive. You can walk. You got legs. What's wrong with hoofing it the old-fashioned way? 
slow, unnecessary. Unnecessary? Dakota, you moved the door. <laughs> you moved two whole ass doors just so you could drive over a train when you could have just walked around it. <laughs> Move the train faster than y'all did. You're not moving the train, Dakota. You're driving <laughs> over it. What happens if you miss the landing? And Dakota just like just shrugs. Dakota, what's going on? What do you mean what's going on? Dakota, you yeah. Look, I understand. I I didn't stop from taking you. I understand that. And he looks to both the two of you. He says, "I'm I'm. It wasn't much I could do. It wasn't in my power. It wasn't. I was told to do something, which means I gotta do it." Because if I don't, like, I I get in trouble. And Dakota, you are now putting yourself in the position where you are going to start being asked to do things that are not good, that are not pretty, that nobody should be asked to do, especially not a fucking 15-year-old. Dakota, you are going... I'd rather be asked than told to do something. And it seems like you have a good idea of what it's like to not have that option. Dakota, the stranger doesn't ask. Even though it sounds like an ask, it's not an ask. If you keep doing this, you won't have a choice. You understand? It may feel like you're in control now. It may feel like you're powerful now. It may feel like you are doing what you want to be doing right now. But give it time. You don't feel like that for much longer. You have no idea. I can be the person I've wanted to be. I have someone who is proud of what I can do for once. I can craft myself the way I want to. I, you have no idea what that means. You don't know me. I know you cower in that cabin with that little girl because you're afraid of what the stranger might do. I'm not afraid of what he might do, Dakota. I am terrified of what he has already done. And if you think you're bigger and stronger now just because you got a new jacket and a brand new car, you will never be strong enough to get out under the boot you just put yourself under. And he turns to look at Walter. I'll let you know if my boys find anything. And he turns and walks away. Walter um, Walter stops him. He says, hey, how um, how is Carrie? She's fine, Mrs. Dorothy. Just, um... Don't, uh, don't lose sight of yourself for her sake, okay? I would it's not worth it. I would never. I've been down okay. that road before. And he kind of turns to look towards Dakota. I know where it leads. And he turns back and walks off. All right, we jumping this train or what? <laughs> Are you jumping the train? Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck do you roll for this? Um... Or do you? Because it's the cool car. Uh, yeah, no. Dakota makes no rolls while driving. While in his road warrior <laughs> form. Awesome. I guess the three of you get back into the car. Does the car have a name? It absolutely does. So, like... No, it definitely does. Yeah, but you. Sure. What's the car's name? Part, part, part of me? Part Because I, I imagine that, like, some sort of, like, as, like... Okay, I imagine it doesn't have a name up until this point. Oh, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, I imagine as Dakota gets back in, it, uh, Dakota automatically thinks of a name of the car and, and like a like an inscription appears alongside like the doors. Yeah, like the metal, um, like there's like a metal like a yeah. plate of it like at the bottom of the door. I, I, yeah, yeah, along with like the, like, obviously like the, um, like where the license plate would be. Mm-hmm. 
The car reads, cast iron. That's really good. The three of you all get into cast iron. Dakota in the driver's seat. Brittany in the passenger seat. Walter, uh, do you get back on the dashboard? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Nowhere else for me to go. I mean, there, like, you could like sit and like on like the handrest uh, in the yeah, sure, in the center console in like a I, cup no, holder. I think I think he would feel better if he could see where they were going. So I think he, I think he stays on the dashboard. That's totally fair. Uh, you get on the dashboard. You like hold on tight. Brittany um, turns to you, Dakota, and says, never done something like this before. First time for everything. Damn right. And then just guns it. Just... You gun it. You <laughs> heading like, <laughs> I, I'm imagining like you do the thing because you had like stopped the car with like the driver's side pointed towards where the trains are. Um, you like mm-hmm. do the thing where you like kind of swerve around in a circle, drive away from the train, sk- mm-hmm. like uh, drift to turn back around. May I add a bit of flair? Oh, for sure. Always. Um, but by any chance, do I still have the bullet that was inside of me? No, that is the bullet that Walter had, actually. Oh, so sorry. Walter currently has <laughs> the bullet. It? I go. I feel like he would have like put it down somewhere in the car at at, at yeah. this point. It's like, in the cup holder of. The, it's in the cup it's holder the cup next holder. to you. It's definitely in the cup holder. Um, is Edgar watching us do this? I think you see him. I think he he walked away, but like he is kind of he's like talking with some other cops, but like in a way where he can see what's happening to make sure that you do make it okay. Either like I don't know if like when we're in the air or if it's closer to him, whatever is the closest to him as we pass, Dakota drops the bullet out the window. Okay. You uh speed off towards this ramp uh you can feel like you can feel the heavy hit as like the front of the car scrapes off the bottom of uh like the the front part of the door that it hits and you feel like as the dis- uh as the suspension like bumps and like everything in the car just um and you start going up 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 and then flying over this train and the car like slams down on the other side kind of like uh scraping uh against uh the uh the pavement on the other side you see there are a bunch of people who like have to yell and like jump out of the way uh, you see traffic is backed up on the other side of this train is the town of Oak Creek, um, who have like part of like just like the way that things are going on, like life has been paused on this on this other side, uh, like right next to the train where like people were trying to leave. You see that there are school buses that are stuck here. Like it's like it's bad on this other side, and you like land like right next to them, kind of swerve, uh, get control of it, and it's so easy for you. You kind of like look through uh, the like uh, the side view mirrors just to assess any damage. It's perfect. You don't even feel any change in like the suspension or the way that it drives. It's like everything is gone perfectly. And like you sort of, you get control and you keep moving and you pass by um, one of these school buses. And I think as you do, uh, I'm trying to think if it's more interesting if just you see this or if you and Walter see this. If it helps, um, Walter was just screaming that entire time. Okay. Um, Fair. 
totally fair. I think just Dakota sees this then. Uh, as you, like, get control and, like, you're, like, driving, you pass by, like, all this traffic, you pass by the school bus, and you kind of look out the window, and you see Marley in the school bus, like, staring at you all, like, as you've come over, and there's this look of, like, what the fuck? Uh, as, like, the slow-mo, like, you all, like, the two of you, like... <laughs> eyes meet and like <laughs> literally that scene from fucking uh from umbrella academy <laughs> where uh, oh, shit. where they where they like what the fuck you're what are you doing in that car what are you doing in that car um i've never seen umbrella academy but it's the one from all the it's the meme it's the it's the meme scene i know that they make memes out of that scene yeah i've seen the memes of that scene okay <laughs> Marcy, you have typed in the chat, does Dakota wink? And that is up to you. <laughs> I think Dakota winks, yeah. I think Absolutely. Dakota winks at Marley. Uh, you wink. You see her face kind of twist in the, like, shock and awe as you peel off, drive down the road into Oak Creek. And that is where we end this session. LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.